dark save for light being cast from the big tv screen and the imminent sunrise that's teasing the one starry sky with whispers of morning hey george hi seafood lions how are you doing uh i'm good i have a question for you though which is is, is one lifetime enough to master podcasting uh perhaps i don't know if it's enough to master this game <laughs> We we the players needed the same mechanic, the character. <laughs> so it's like Inception, where like each layer down, time moves slower. Like mm-hmm. we needed to be better at the game, like another layer removed. Yeah, yeah. Although I, <laughs> it's uh, what what is it? Um, it's turtles all the way down. But the problem is when you keep going down, eventually they turn into dragons. I'm, <laughs> I'm afraid I would be eaten by a dragon before I gained the time dilation necessary to gain the skills required to master this game yeah no that's fair um we played sifu for yeah. did, did you play what, what did you play on i played on the playstation 5 nice so did i okay so uh hold that thought i'm gonna finish yep. explaining but then we have to come back to that because it's gonna be okay. really important so uh this game uh just came out right it's a new nostalgia mm-hmm. game uh came out in february of 2022 uh on the ps5 and on pc um and here's a, a quick summary of this game. Uh, Sifu is an action beat-em-up in modern-day China. Players control a child who seeks revenge on those responsible for their father's death. To do this, the player must John Wick their way through five levels, of which I only got to see three because this game is super hard. Um, it's a brawler, right? It's it's Golden Axe, except, like, super modernized. Uh, and that's mm-hmm. why I wanted to play this game, because we've played a few brawlers I haven't been super keen on most of them uh, and I suck at the genre. Like I absolutely suck at it, but I realized I'd never played like a really modern brand new where, you know, all the quality of life improvements brawlers. So that, that was why I wanted to play this. Now, the reason I say it matters that this game was also released on PC is because if I had thought about it, I probably would have bought this game for the PC because PCs have mods. And of course, someone has modded Son Goku into this game. <laughs> you can also play as John Wick or Neo from The Matrix, which are funny because those are both Keanu Reeves. Uh, somebody put Kung Fu Panda in there. Like you can, you can really take all of the seriousness and gravitas just right out of this game on PC. But we played on PS5. Yes, yeah, um, and and that's good because then you know it gives us a better review reviewing of it. Um, it's interesting that you uh, say that you have not played a a modern modern brawler, modern beat 'em up because I, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna suggest that you might have, but it was disguised. But I know I, I I'll we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, <laughs> dish dish. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> um. So yeah. So my nostalgia experience for this was you said, hey, this is a game I want to play. Um you know we we should we should play it and i i probably put a not insubstantial amount of time into it but before i was like i i i don't understand how this is a nostalgia game um <laughs> until until at some point in passing you said something 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 beat him up i was like oh okay and i was like well i guess this 
would be what a modern version of that would look like. But I so much so um, associate brawlers and beat em up with that isometric two-dimensional... Yeah, that, that kind of weird walking up and down in the background. Yeah, that, that's just so core to that. It would be kind of kind of like saying, you know, it's it's a Metroid... It, what was it? Metroid Prime or whichever one it was that was wildly departed from all of the other Metroids. You other know? M. Other M, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, that one where I, I, it's like, oh, look, I got a Metroid game. Did, did, did you? you? <laughs> so uh so yeah so so but when you said that i was like okay well you know let's let's give it a let's give it a whirl and see where we end up and here we are um yeah and and this is fair because my and and i i will be honest is i was going to play this game no matter what right because the marketing of this game is essentially targeted directly at me and you and i don't mean people like us i mean us personally right like hey it's a game where you get to be a super badass Kung Fu person and like seek revenge and, you know, destroy your enemies. And I was like, Oh man, that sounds super cool. And so I'd had it kind of on my short list. And then when I realized, Oh, this is a modern beat em up with no fluff. Right. So like there's lots of modern beat em ups, but they have RPG elements and like super complicated stories and side missions and quests and a hub world and an overworld map and everything like just all of this stuff that is like not a modernized version of Golden Axe or Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. Right. And and that's that was what put it over the edge for me where I was like, I want to play a game that is those games, but modern. And and this was promising to deliver on that. Did it? But, you know, that that was what put it into like acceptable territory. Uh, but your your assessment is not incorrect. I did basically say I was going to play this anyway. We should play it for the podcast. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, Shill, always. Uh, so if you like what we're doing, you can uh rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Best way to help other people find the show. Uh, followed very closely by just personal recommendations. If you know somebody you think would like the show, and you let them know, they're way more likely to actually listen to it. So we really appreciate it. Anytime. Uh, someone passes the good word along. If you want to reach out to us, you can find uh, our website and our Twitters and all that crap all in the show notes. Uh, I do stream most of the games we play on Twitch, but I did not stream this game on Twitch because I just didn't feel like it. And also the amount of cursing would have made me have to immediately take down every single video. Um, if you uh, really want to support us, you can go crazy and support us on Patreon. And if you do that at any level, you get the after show, uh, which is just sometimes more of us talking about the game, but it's often just us talking more. Um, but that's as little as one one dollar higher levels, though, get you extra cool stuff uh, like getting your name shouted out as one of our eight bit classics like Yarno, a fearsome tiger, Jason, a playful monkey, John, a speedy leopard and Kevin, a slithering snake. And our 16-bit heroes, Jacob, a graceful crane, and Michael, a quick mantis, and our full 3D supporter, David, a powerful dragon. Oh, nice. I thought for sure you were going to end with Panda. <laughs> nah. I gotta go, gotta go dragon, man. Yeah. No, I, I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So let's talk about the audios and visuals for this game. Um, I'll start with, this game is super stylized, and I really like that i actually thought i wasn't going to because 
PS5s are expensive and it cost me a lot of money to have a next gen console. And there was a little part of me at first that was like, uh, but it, it's like, you know, come on, like, give me, give me some of that weird call of duty, modern warfare, uncanny Valley, super realistic stuff. And then the minute I actually sat down to play the game, I was like, nah, this was the right choice. This kind of, it's sort of a painterly style, a little, almost like kind of blocky cell shading. It's just, mm-hmm. The, the characters all have realistic proportions, but they're a little exaggerated, right? The the facial yeah. features, especially like uh, very each character, like boss guy looks super unique. Um, but I think I think they went the right way. Uh, it also probably makes it so that the game suffers from zero slowdown because it's never freaking out trying to render every single beard hair on a character's face. Well, and also too, so I agree. I think that the the art style overall, I think, was absolutely the way to go because it does have that kind of watercolory kind of feel to it, uh, almost like pastels, you know, uh, not the the colors, but the the way that that kind of makes a mark on the paper, um, which makes it kind of feel like it's it's not necessarily the way you're experiencing the world; it's the way the story is being told, you know. So you know, it's like, oh, well, like, and again, this isn't the framing device, but it's it's kind of like you are living a told story. So it's being kind of told in that hyper stylized version. And, and, and I agree with you as well that, you know, they do kind of make some people's proportions. Uh, some people have like different proportions, but it's just to kind of make you know and understand like, Oh, this is a, uh, you know, a mass bad guy, whatever they're called. The, um, the biggins, the biggins. Yeah. I they, There's a, there's a word for that, but I, they, I, they're, I, they're shaped like Kingpin. Yeah. Uh, but no, there's, there's a word for, uh, that, type of bad guy the 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 big giant heavy hitter and always throws you yeah uh so i'm gonna say something that might be contentious but i i I, i'm interested in your uh in your opinion on it i think the kung fu looks like crap um (laughs) yeah yeah so and and i've got reasons behind it but here's why um, so two, two main reasons. One is that the, the style of Kung Fu that they're, that this person's clearly doing is closer to the Wing Chun school than it's, it would be to it's Buck May. Okay. I'm not familiar with that one. You, you have seen movies where there were villains that, oh, you, you know, uh, a really cliched example of this, that Westerners would be more likely to know. This is the style that, uh, Uma Thurman's teacher does in Kill Bill. The, he's ah. got the crazy white eyebrows. Yeah. Like, yeah, that this is, I mean, cause that is a real style, but that's, that's an example people might actually know. Sure. So, you know, again, if this is marketed to me, like I would have preferred a more Nanchen or Northern style or even, even, you know, a Tai Chi like style or, or something like that, you know, um, something, something where it was, uh, uh, less close to somewhat to, uh, uh, you know, boxing, you know, mm-hmm. um, but uh, the thing is that the movements are very, very quick. Right. And what they don't do. So whether or not it's realistic, I think, is not necessarily the point is the the thing is that they like when the person's punching, they're not fully extending their arms or if they are, they're not leaving it there for a hair second long enough to make it look like they did. So it looks like that they're rapid fire punching at like three quarters of the range that they should be. Mm. And so what it doesn't do is, so for example, like, and we, you see this in animation all the time, it doesn't look storyboarded, right? Where it's like you hit three different poses, right? You know, so it's like, for instance, in Steven universe where they say he's going to hit these three poses in this, you know, 10 second scene. Right. And 
the animation is just transitioning between those three poses. This one is is you don't actually hit. There's not that that half second freeze on the the hit. You know, so yeah. because of that, it doesn't it, it doesn't feel powerful. It's fast, but it just it feels like they're just kind of like almost swinging wild. Um, and I, I think that that uh, to me was not I, I I didn't like that. And and so I have been playing the game uh, Ghost of Tsushima um, recently. And so I'm going to make some comparisons to that because they <laughs> actually do have a fair amount in common as far as the combat goes. But one of the things that the ghosts does, so what this game does, and this is during in the mechanics, right? But I, I promise I will bring it back to visuals, is that, um, you know, you, you can learn new moves and new techniques and stuff like that, you know, to, to help you play better, right? Um, what this game, what, what Ghost of Tsushima does is instead of saying like, okay, well, you learned this new specific move, is it says you learned this new style of fighting with your katana, right? Mm-hmm. And the way you select that is you hit r2 and then it brings up a little wheel and says do you want to use your water style do you want to use your earth style do you want to use your um wind style or do you want to use your metal style or something like that and they're both good at fighting different types of bad guys you know um but they are all very visually different they have a different completely different visual feel to them um and so i feel that that would have been nice here is instead of like saying like oh well you can do this like one other blink if you miss it uh, blink and you'll miss it move that you've just spent a tremendous amount of time energy blood sweat and tears unlocking if it said it was like you can unlock a whole different style you know and then just cordon the 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 visuals off into those styles so so i i will have a lot to say about how this behaves mechanically when we get there mm-hmm. um in terms of the visuals uh, i actually don't disagree with you um <laughs> but but I feel differently about it. So factually, I think you're right. Uh, the silhouettes is how I would describe it, right? The mm-hmm. silhouettes of uh, you moving or your opponents moving, because they all more or less kind of use similar styles, um, mm-hmm. which is not unexpected because the people you are hunting down were all kind of trained together. So the fact mm-hmm. that you're seeing like a very consistent fighting style throughout the entire game, like makes sense within the narrative. Um the telegraphing from the enemies is pretty clear. Their movements tend to be much bigger, more dramatic silhouettes uh, for certain things. They get like little flamey fists. So it's like extra important that you dodge that or that you you know jump away or you block it or whatever, because that, that one's going to mess up your program, right? So they, they do a lot of video gamey, cartoony telegraphing on baddies. But for you, they really hyper optimized for realism right i'm i'm pretty confident that all of the martial arts in this was captured with mocap right so mm-hmm. a real person who really knew what they were really doing is really doing these movements but that's the thing is what you see in video games and, and movies and cartoons doesn't look like that right it's it's right. way more dramatic and so uh the reason that it didn't i think bother me as much is because the only time i was really looking at the hero is when I was trying to see like, Oh, I just unlocked this new thing or I just, I'm, I'm slowly teaching myself like one of the combos you start with. And so I'm watching kind of how I'm moving to get the timing down, mm-hmm. but then I never looked at myself again. Right. Cause I'm, I'm now I'm watching for triggers from enemies. So I know when to dodge or block or whatever. Right. So, uh, I, you're, you're right. I just didn't like, it didn't, bother me as much but i i think it is 
unfortunate because I could imagine that making watching someone else play this way less satisfying, right? Because Mm -hmm. if you're watching, like I, (laughs) I was looking something up, I think I was trying to grab the Wikipedia link. There are already people who have not only beaten this game with no death runs, there's people who have beaten it with no hit, zero hits entire game, right? So watching someone, you know, Jackie Chan their way through real life would be incredible because the camera would always be in the right spot and everything would always look super awesome. But in this watching someone else be that good at the game might not actually be that impressive to watch because you now are freed up to watch the player and what the player is doing isn't where the expectation is that your, your attention is focused, right? So you, you end up with almost being punished for these super realistic silhouettes uh, because yep. that, that's not where you're supposed to be looking. Right. Well, and, and that's the thing is that, you know, I, so I, 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 like I said, like I'm not, I, I would not make the assertion that the, that the actual Kung Fu is garbage. I'm just saying right. it looks like garbage, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Cause it, and, it's a, it's a third person camera. Right. And so that's the thing is that, and, and so here's, and this, this is going to dive into mechanics a little bit, but um, uh, it's kind of hard not to, and we'll get there shortly. It's our podcast. Uh, yeah. We can do whatever, do we whatever want. you want. <laughs> but I think that, so here's the thing is that, you know, when we talk about the the seven core aesthetics, right? I think that this game is trying to do two things. Is I think it's trying to deliver on challenge and fantasy, right? Yes. So, and I think it accomplishes challenge. I think they got yeah, agree, got it. Yeah, no, no, no real need to debate that one. Yeah. So, but where I think that the game struggles, and this will come up in my notes later, but but also in the visuals, right? Is that is on fantasy, right? Because the point of the game isn't to make a game that looks realistic is to make it make you the player feel like you're a kung fu master right you know and so i don't feel that the visuals are in service of that because again you know so for example right is if um you know you're watching let's say that you're a novice and you're watching two people play chess it's boring as hell right because all you're doing is just watching it that doesn't make you feel so if you were to watch a movie, it was just one chess game, right? You'd be like, okay, you know? Um, but if they did like a Sherlock Holmes thing where somebody moves and they showed like all of these different pieces light up and say like, here's the way that the person playing is seeing it, you know? So the same way that you and I have sparred a lot, right? Is that when you're sparring, your adrenaline is coursing through your body, right? So everything does kind of slow down a little bit, right? And you can actually kind of see the telegraphs a little bit better than when you're sitting down on, on the couch and, and playing video games, right? So I think that to me, you know, having those very, very crisp, clear shots would make it feel more engaging, right? I mean, there's a reason why um, in kung fu movies, like when they fight, they pause at like every, it's like one, two, three. You don't do that in a real fight. You're getting <laughs> head knocked off, right? But in a Kung Fu movie, it's one, two, three. So you can actually see and enjoy the good Kung Fu that they're doing, you know? Um, so, I, I, and, and, well, yeah. no, go, go ahead. Because uh, I I think my counterpoint will be disarming. Haha. <laughs> but fin- finish your <laughs> thought. Um, so, uh, and and so the same thing too, where where, you know, like there was a reason why the matrix was so popular with like the bullet time because you could actually see what was going on, you know, and why I didn't like the new matrix because it was all shaky cam and I couldn't see what was going on, you know? So, so yeah, so I think that, that that's the thing, but what, what is your, what is your counterpoint? I'm sorry. I'm just thinking about some of the action scenes in the new matrix. I thought were actually pretty solid, but then toward the end of the movie, you could tell they like, were just kind of trying to wrap up production. 
Yeah, it's just like, like well, uh, yeah, I don't know. We're done with fights. Just he has force powers now, and there's a yeah. motorcycle, <laughs> and he kind of uh, and like pushes stuff out of the way. Yeah, it's cool. Um, now here's my counterpoint, and and this I am gonna put a pin in this, but I'm just gonna lay the the groundwork right now. I don't think this game is trying to deliver on fantasy, and I have a whole explanation about why. So here's the thing about the visuals that uh, I'm really glad I was able to get as far as I was, and I did this literally just today. How far in this game did you get? got to level two okay did you get to the boss of level two no um i i got on my first uh run i was in my 60s when i got to level two yeah and <laughs> and so i had to scrap that shit. um and then uh uh then i beat level one at like age 36 i'm like that's probably the best that i'm going to do so then i <laughs> tried level two many times and just i couldn't get the ball through the hoop and was getting actively upset so i i put i put it down <laughs> no that, that that's fair um i i think two or three different nights i'm confident that i woke up my kids with my angry cursing um which you know my wife not thrilled about so sorry um but you know it was all for the podcast anyway uh here's why this matters so uh, when you think about the visuals in this game uh, from like an environmental standpoint, they escalate in insanity in a way that I think is actually leaves a lot of room for interpretation in the mind of the player. So in the first level, uh, you're in like this, they're kind of like burned out apartments, right? Because that's where they, they manufacture this illegal drug. And so it's all, you know, drug addicts and the buildings are all derelict and stuff. And it's it's not like a nice part of town. And when you get through there and you get to the boss, who's the mute, he is in a room that's filled with plants. And all the bosses, at least the ones I got to, they all have two stages. And so when you beat his first stage, the entire room seems to magically fill with bamboo. And now you are fighting mm-hmm. in like this picturesque bamboo forest, right? But that's the last thing that happens in that stage. In the second level, you're in like a nightclub, like an underground, literally and figuratively uh, nightclub. And they have like, uh, like fights in there, you know, where you can like place bets on, you know, like fight, fight club style fights. And as you go through there, uh, Sometimes you turn through a hallway and you are just suddenly in like ancient China and the streets are on fire. Like there's a war actively happening, like buildings and things are on fire. And then when you get to the boss, uh, you beat him in his first stage and then the entire room just goes completely ablaze. Right. And then in the third level, you're in a museum. It's all like white and pristine because this is happening in the modern day, right? So you're in this like beautiful, uh, you know, museum, like an art museum and you run up the stairs and then you uh, walk across thin air into an art exhibit and then you fall and then there's colors flashing and it's like this complete crazy acid trip. And I'm I'm glad that I got to see this firsthand because I think what is happening visually is not supposed to be a commentary about an unreliable narrator or, Oh, you, you th- this is, you know, how the character is experiencing it. I don't actually think that's what the designers were going for. What I think they were going for is we, the game designers need a way to make you the player in the correct psychological space. We need you disoriented. We need you intensely focused. We need you afraid. Right. And so they use 
these like intense escalating insanity visuals to keep you off balance, not because the character is having a psychotic breakdown. It's because you are supposed to be having a psychotic breakdown. Right. And, and I think I have no evidence for this other than it's just what I think they were doing. But like, I think this is a really interesting way to put the player in the right mindset without resorting to gimmicky, like, Oh, maybe it was all a dream. And that's why they were all so good at Kung Fu. And it's like, no, this is a real normal person beating to death, real normal people in a real normal way. Nobody here is a superhero. Right. But we're going to do all these crazy trippy visuals because we need to get the player into the right headspace. I assume the later levels continue this trend. I did check a couple of YouTube videos and I know that the later bosses continue this trend where their fights, the first phase is like normal. And then the second phase is like, Oh my Lord. Right. But it's, it's, I, I really don't think it's supposed to be mystical, fantastical. I think it is all mind games on the player, not on the character on the player. And end of thesis. <laughs> um, so I know, I know we, had, we had talked about, you know, like, like kind of straying into mechanics a little bit earlier, um, <laughs> but here I go, <laughs> here we go. Uh, so, so the thing is that I could, I could get more on board with that if, so it's difficult to make people, to make people feel emotions, right? I mean, like they're, you know, literally movies dedicate a tremendous amount. It's hard to make a good movie because you're like, <laughs> I need this person to feel happy at this point and then sad at this point. And if you screw up the timing, even a little bit, it's all gone to crap. Um, I would say that the bone crushing difficulty of this 100% would pull me out of any sort of emotional attachment to this game other than pure distilled anger and frustration, right? <laughs> so... If if like, but that's the thing is that like, so take again, we, we reference it all the time, but like take Celeste, they want you to feel frustrated, right? Because they want you to be having that that frustrating, shaking feeling because then they're, they're saying like, and now breathe, you know, like that's the point is that she's feeling this way. You're feeling that way, right? I, I stopped feeling any emotion around this game about an hour in because I was like, all this game is doing is just making me incredibly frustrated because of the way it's behaving and so i don't care about any of this you know like it the great green visuals i was like oh neat but then that was that 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 was it you know so yeah and 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 that that is going to be i think the core of the entire gameplay mechanics is whether or not the person holding the controller is into that (laughs) yeah and and literally one, one of my notes is uh yeah, it's it's uh, Kung Fu Dark Souls, you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, if you like Dark Souls, then yeah, but I mean, you know, everybody's like, oh, Elder Ring, you got to check out Elder Ring. And I was like, oh, it's made by the people who make Dark Souls. Hard El- pass. Elden. I don't I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm actually with you on this. I also super don't care, but it is. Yeah, right. Is <laughs> no, that's fine. I, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put the the game on a plinth, put that plinth in the closet, and then close it forever. And that's an inside joke for everyone now. That's good. Take that, audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I do want to make sure I give a big thumbs up to their choice of music. Um, mm-hmm. It's all super chill and atmospheric. The bosses get like songs, but they're not melodies right this it's mm-hmm. more like traditional chinese music where it's a lot of drums it's a lot of uh, like bells and chimes that it's not you, you don't hum along to any of this right but it it does a really good job of feeling 
thematic, right? Um, they also, there's sometimes just silence, right? You're in a hallway where there's no other, there's no baddies. And so there's just, there's just no sound in that particular hallway, right? So they, they really underdid it on the music. And I think the cool side effect of that is they do a lot of the telegraphing in combat through noises and you never have a problem hearing them. You can always hear the whooshy dash noise. You can always hear the like thump block noise. You can always hear the smack, you know, when like a fist meets skull. Um, there's never a time where you have to rely a hundred percent on visuals or a hundred percent on the audio. They, they play together frankly in a way you would expect in a fight right like mm-hmm. i'm surrounded by eight people who are all trying to kill me with baseball bats and pipes like i i need to kind of use as many ways of being aware of my surroundings as possible and that's mostly going to be eyes and ears yep no, no i i would uh, co-sign on all that um gameplay yeah uh my follow-on to that is the camera hates you and <laughs> actively conspires against you but not on purpose i honestly think this is a bug and I think they they could fix this because there were sometimes accidentally conspire against somebody. I'm trying to think what that looked like. Oh yes, <laughs> it it acts so it works with the enemy to murder mm. you, but it, it doesn't but it, mean. But to. it thinks it's helping you. It, it thinks it's just being a neutral observer. Ah, yeah. But it's actually working. But well, it, yes. it 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 yes, it, it, it just thinks it's coming in, doing a job, and going home. Yeah, and but like, it's, it's but, but it doesn't know it's paychecks being signed by the mob. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's All working right. on the I'm Manhattan project, but doesn't know it. Um, <laughs> gotcha. And, okay. And I'm with you now. <laughs> th- this is one of the few places where I felt like, um, please fix this. Like this doesn't mm-hmm. feel too hard or unfair. This feels like it's actually broken because most of the time the camera was fine. But when the camera say flew all the way up my ass and refused to leave or when the camera just parked itself on the other side of a wall so I couldn't see where half of the people trying to cave my skull in with the aforementioned pipes were that felt kind of player hostile. Right. But is is a thing you could pretty easily fix with a a software patch. Um, The reason that I, I think it's fair to harp on this, given what this game is trying to be, is if you've never done any kind of sport or martial art, you may not be aware of how much time you spend doing small movements with your head and eyes to get a lot of additional visual information, right? Little tiny looks to the side, turns of the head, things you cannot do in video games. So a lot of people I think would say like, oh, third person camera, that's stupid. That gives you way too much information. It's like, no, it's kind of balancing the scales, right? Because you can't I mean, just think of any first person shooter when you go into a room and you have to physically turn your body as if you're in a neck brace all the way from side to side, right? Like that would not, that that would make this game borderline impossible because you would have no way of knowing who's behind you. And right now you might be thinking, well, you don't really know who's behind you. No, but I can look over my shoulder very quickly, which you cannot do in a first person game. I mean, hell, the original Mario Kart let you hold down, I think, one of the shoulder buttons to like look in the rearview mirror because that's a thing you need to do in a driving game, right? So like I I I felt like when the camera was doing its job, it gave me a good sense of like, oh, okay, I kind of have my bearings. But man, when it betrays you, it's <laughs> you're you're betrayed. You're super duper betrayed. Yeah, I, I I would agree with that. I think that that, and I'm I'm probably not going to be able to speak too educatedly on this, but there's a lot to be said about um, you know, the amount of 
visual information that you get from peripheral vision, right? So, you know, so for example, if I'm in a room with, you know, eight people, the what I'm going to do is I'm going to look not probably at an individual, but kind of towards the center of the room. And if somebody starts to walk outside of my peripheral vision, I'm going to, like you say, like, you know, you can just kind of literally glance over to your left and see where they're at and then glance back to what you're doing. But realistically, you've probably got 270 degrees of quick access to vision, you know? And so there's no way, I mean, like if you're, and if you did a first person camera, right, you've got, what would that be, 90, 90 degrees of vision, you know? Yeah, it's, it's it's not enough. However, whatever the hard numbers are, it's not enough. Yes. Um, So uh, I'm interested in your, this isn't trying to deliver on fantasy because a lot (laughs) of my notes circle around this. But uh, one thing I can talk about before we talk about that, that I'm, uh, because of the contract we signed legally obligated to do is uh, cycle time. So um, (laughs) this game is designed to have bad cycle time. Like that is a core mechanic. Yeah, it is. It, it, it's baked <laughs> I didn't in. even think about this. Yeah, it's terrible. It's it, it and and so you know, I mean, obviously, this being my kryptonite, right? But yeah, no, it's 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 this is so the 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 mechanic of you age as you screw up, right? I think that that's really fascinating, you know, and it's it's fun, you know. It's like, oh yeah, you know, so um, this thing is absorbing your death somehow i don't know but the idea is you know it's like oh okay so as you are going through this you can see the toll it's taking on you visually through through your your aging you know so i thought that was a really cool cool in concept um but it's lives it's just lives you know so and just like in golden axe is if you get to level two and you've lost all of your lives you might as well reset the console right then because there's no way for you to finish the rest of it and worse because the game isn't super clear on like what the ending is or what the difficulty curve is going to be or what's going to be thrown at you. You don't know. You don't know whether you have now created save scummed effectively because the game kind of save scums for you. Right. You know, but if you've basically played through, you played through level one and the game saves, right. You're like, I don't know if I have created an unwinnable situation. Like I can go into level two and, and the game will happily let you do this it'll happily let you go into level two at age 60 and for you just to sit there and die and die and die until all of a sudden you're like oh wait i can't i this has become literally unbeatable for me can it be beaten probably but if you were level 60 going into level two probably not and so you're you're just you're hosed and so now it's 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 more insidious than just lives right because you know now instead of just having a clear understanding of like okay I either beat it or I don't. I have a good run or I don't. It's like, no, you could sit there and waste an hour of your life on an unwinnable situation before you, the player, have to say, I guess I got to go redo level one and then go back and redo level one, which I think is, I mean, almost abusive game design, but certainly, um, (laughs) and again, well-intentioned, right? Like, I, I like the idea in principle, in practice, and in execution. I think it's horrid. So so let me do a quick summary just because this mechanic is confusing enough that because a, a lot of times when we talk about games, it's like, I think just through our commentary, people are like, oh, yeah, I get what they mean. But sure. I, yep. I, this is confusing enough that so there are, I think, five levels in this game, plus like the final boss or whatever. But there's like five levels. And at the end of each level, however old you are when you finish that level, that's how old you are when you start the next level which means Correct. if you finish level one and you're age 60 when you start level two you will be age out of 60, 70 out of 75 
Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I guess that's that's true. Because normally, yeah. <laughs> normally yeah. by the time I hit 70, my death counter was so high that it was just like, and, and yeah, same. I, I think the yeah. oldest I ever actually was was 75, but I don't, I don't know if you can go past that. Um, but anyway, uh, so if you want to go into level two younger, you now have to replay level one and try to finish level one because you always start level one at 20. And mm-hmm. so you have to try and finish level one as young as possible. And then ditto for level two and and on and on right so like i got all the way to level three and then and i mean it took a lot of runs to do that but like i got all the way to level three but the first time i got to level three i was like i'm way too old i already know yeah. i have to replay level two right so i i then went back and uh replayed level two but this is further confused by the fact that there are things you can unlock and there are things you can permanently unlock but they're not First off, they don't increase your avatar strength very much, right? It's no. it is a, a limited set of additional moves that depending on your playstyle, you may not even use, right? Right. So sometimes it's worth plowing ahead to your death just to get enough experience to permanently unlock something and then dying and going back and trying to get a younger age. Um and there there's also the shrines, which are permanent until you replay that stage. And so I say all that to say, uh, not only is the cycle time exceptionally brutal in this but that is a core mechanic because your avatar does not really get that much more powerful even when you have excellent runs if you have excellent runs and you stay super young and you unlock the better because the shrine can unlock like nine different things and some of them are obviously better than others and certain moves are more powerful in combat than others so even if you're like super precise about the things you do permanently bring with you to make your avatar permanently stronger they don't alter the game dramatically enough that I think it's fair to say like, oh, well, I suck at this. I will just grind like that. Right. Gr- that is not a thing you can do in this game. So uh, the the age thing is, I think you're right that it is essentially just lives, but they bake it in in a way that is got like sub loops that is mm-hmm. maybe not any good right it maybe not any fun but i do think it's interesting to say like it's because it it's lives with continues right it's mm-hmm. you can always continue this level from the youngest you got here so once you have that you have that forever you can never lose that right um but that being said is that to me that the insidious part of it is that you don't really i mean sometimes it's just obvious right but you, you can be at a moderate age where you're like, I don't know, maybe I should keep playing. Maybe I shouldn't. I'm not sure, you know? So to me, it's, it's, it's kind of like, you know, if the game automatically saved uh, you on a timed game where, you know, it's like, all right, well, it takes 30 seconds to finish this course and you've got 32, yeah. you know? So <laughs> unless you're an expert player, you know, and you'll sit there and you'll try and you'll try and try and you're like, oh, wait, I, I really needed to get to the checkpoint with like 60 seconds left, you know? Um, so yeah, so because that's exactly what I ran into initially. So uh, and and then it, I found it very frustrating to then go back and be like, okay, so I kind of lost almost everything, but not quite everything. And when the game does restart you, is it does try to tell you all the stuff that you will lose and maintain, but it's kind of confusing. Where it's like, well, the the conveyance is not good. Once you get it, you're like, oh, okay, I understand the rules now, and they behave the same way consistently. But the the way the game explains it to you is not super clear because it's like, oh, well, your 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 detective board will stay unlocked, but uh, you know, like, but anything you did unlock during the levels that'll go away unless you permanently unlocked it. It's like, what you know? Well, and and the detective board further complicates the gameplay loop because 
you actually can get keys and passcodes and swipe cards in later levels that incentivize you to go back to the earlier levels. And right. once I realized that, I was like, they need to do that way sooner. Like, yeah. because the age thing, like being as young as possible as you go through the game, that is key to success unless you are just wicked good at this game, right? You really need to keep your age down because there's no way to get it back. Like mm-hmm. one, once you're older, you're older forever. That is literally the point of the game. Is one life enough to learn Kung Fu? Like that is the 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 whole tagline, right? So I feel like they should incentivize you to read like the first level should be like a little bit easier and then they should incentivize you to go back and then they could like super spike the difficulty. Maybe they didn't want to do that because they were afraid like, oh, but then people will say like, it, you know, it gets too hard after the first level or something. But like it, they they have a mechanic in the keys and the stuff that you get on the detective board to make you go back. But by the time you know that that's a thing you can do, you already understand the age mechanic. And it's literally just for collectibles at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you you don't believe they're trying to execute on fantasy. No, I super don't. And this is... uh. This is actually a revelation I had where uh, I had been swearing a lot. And -hmm. then I realized that I did myself a huge favor by playing this game for nostalgia goggles instead of just on my own, because I would not have put in enough time to get to this feeling, which may be wrong, but you know, (laughs) when you're, when you're sad, you start to look for justifications and excuses. So, um, you watch some video game donkey stuff, right? Yeah. You ever see, I don't, I don't remember which video it's in, but he's making fun of how every, uh, like Arkham Knight and Arkham city review, they all basically start with the line makes you feel like Batman. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the, the new, uh, Spider-Man games on the PS4 and PS5 makes you feel like Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Th- this game does not make you feel like Batman. And I think that was the thing they were trying to do on purpose. Because when you play, like, I love the Arkham games, right? I've played all three of the mainline games, and there's some spinoffs I never got around to. But, like, you can basically just press the punch button, and Batman will Batman all over the thugs, right? You will jump and flip and kick and trip and throw batarangs, and, like, you will just Batman so hard. Like, you have to, you, the player, do not have to use very complicated language in the form of pressing buttons on the controller to communicate to the avatar Batman that you would like him to Batman. Now, please, please Batman mm-hmm. at this time, I would like you to do some Batmaning. This game is literally the polar opposite of that. By the time you are done with this game, if you got all the way through to the end of this game, you either found some cheesy thing that just happens to work in which case, shut up. That doesn't apply. Or two, you have attained great Kung Fu controller kung fu right right the character is not that good at kung fu you the player must become good at kung fu to be successful at this game your avatar sucks if you suck your avatar is only as good at kung fu as you the player are good at kung fu and that is not fun for me <laughs> I was not i did not find this game to be fun at all but I had a lot of moments of deep satisfaction when I nailed something or I strategized my way through a fight that I was doing for the 50th time. Cause I knew it was super hard and I did something clever and it worked. It was very satisfying, but it was never any fun, which is 
kind of like learning real kung fu. Most of it is not very fun, but when you do something you've never done before or you you know, you're fitter than you've ever been, or you do your first backflip or your first like jumping spinning kick. It's very satisfying, but it fun really isn't the right word for it, right? It's like when you climb the mountain, you are satisfied that you climb the mountain. But when you look down over the trail and you see the rock you fell and banged your shin on, and you see like your sweat all over and you're exhausted, like it's not fun. This game is not fun. <laughs> it's just not. Yeah, um, so I, actually that is one of my notes, which is that this is basically delivering on the idea of acquired skill through hard work, Kung Fu. Um, I don't want the skill. Which, I don't care about having Which to skill. me is not fantasy, though. Well, so ba- Batman think- is fantasy. Press square, to be, <laughs> press square to be a good Batman. That's fantasy, in my, in my mind. Well, so, right. So I think, though, that, that those are the two extremes, right? You know, is that there's one where it's like, you just get to step into the role and you get to just be Batman, right? And then there's other ones where, like, so, for example, um, Ghost of Tsushima, where, like, you um, you slowly, you and the Avatar get better over time, right? So the Avatar um, complements, you know, like, basically, is it's like, okay, well, I put in, you know, five hours, and I've gotten, you know, 20% better, and my Avatar is also 20% stronger, so I feel 40% stronger, right? Which gives me more, more regular instances of that satisfaction right so when i was playing this game right initially I died a lot you know like ghost of tsushima right it's like i died, I died a lot because i was i was learning i didn't know how to deal with a lot of this sort of stuff i went ran because <laughs> he's a samurai right so i'm like challenging people <laughs> to a duel and it's like <laughs> all, all 50 of them really all right, all right you know that's 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 a call um and then and then as uh you know my avatar acquired new techniques and as i got more adroit in using them they were different puzzle, different locks to unlock different puzzles. So I'm like, oh, okay. So against this guy, they're best if I kind of do this series of things. And, and then if I do this, so doing the thing is actually relatively easy to execute on, right? It's which key am I going to try in this lock, right? Now, the Batman ones agree completely, right? It's like press punch to win, right? You know, <laughs> um, press square to win, right? This one is more like, okay, well, I need to use these weapons in this order. And then, but then once I figure out the solution to the puzzle, executing on it is relatively straightforward. Um, so I think that that to me is kind of the, the middle ground between these two. Um, but I, I do agree that it, it is acquired skill through the bone grinding hard work. Like this is not delivering on fantasy, it's delivering on reality. Yeah. And that is not <laughs> why I play video games, period. I mean, like, <laughs> like I, if I wanted to really do this, I would really go out, find a real Kung Fu school and be really doing Kung Fu or be in my basement. I mean, like, literally today, I did 30 Little Red. It wasn't the most fun thing I ever did in my life, but it's really important to me that I maintain this skill and that I maintain that level of fitness, right? So yeah, agreed completely. But if I'm spending my video game time, which I use to make my brain make the happy chemical and spending it <laughs> bone grindingly frustrated. So that way at the end of it, I'm not saying looking down and saying I've acquired a new level of fitness or I've acquired a new skill or I've acquired a new life philosophy that will guide all of my decision making for the rest <laughs> of my life. I say I am now mildly better at a video game that nobody knows about or will be impressed by my skill. That is uh, what, what's the point of that? You know, yeah. I mean, and, and again, some people like, Love that kind of stuff, right? Again, Dark Souls is its own thing, right? But even Dark Souls, I would rather spend more time getting good at Dark Souls because then I could tell people I was good at Dark Souls and that would mean <laughs> something, right? Telling people I'm good at seafood, they're like, okay, I don't know. I mean, it's just like when you tell somebody I tested this weekend in Kung Fu. 
They're like, okay. okay. It's like, yeah, but it, at least <laughs> I still have the the physical prowess that came with that because nobody knows. Yeah, so anyways, I'm, I'm that, healthier that, that, now, whether you care about this or not. <laughs> right. So that definitely delved into rant, rant territory and not, uh, not, not dispassionate um, viewing of the game. But no, I think that, I think that you're correct, <laughs> which is that this game is very much like Kung Fu. It's just that the Kung Fu I am learning is a skill I don't care to have. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I think uh, that is cool to me for two reasons. One, um, like you, I don't care about this. I don't, I've never played a dark souls. I've never played bloodborne. I've never played, uh, elder ring as you called it. Um, and I, I don't plan to play any of those games, but I do every once in a while feel that uncomfortable gamer pressure, right? Mm. Where it's like, Oh, you've never played a dark souls. You must suck. You've never played bloodborne. You need to get good. Right. And, and I have beaten some hard games, but then I have to remind myself, who am I doing this for? Like, yep. right. I play video games like you for other reasons, not just to prove to other dorks that I am also a super dork, right? Like, and, and that's fine. Like I get everybody has their, their group has their secret handshake. And for certain groups, it's, I'm good at this very hard video game. And, and that's not, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. It's just like you, that is not why I come to video games. So learning that about myself in a way that was, before theory and now irrefutable fact that felt pretty good but the other thing is because we happen to actually do kung fu realizing oh this game actually is delivering on its premise so well that a lot of people who play it probably won't even realize it like a lot of people who have never mastered an instrument or a uh, an art or a, a sport or a martial art or, you know, they, they haven't become a great chef. Like they've never given themselves over to mastering a skill, not just getting good at something, but trying to truly like master it. They might get all the way to the end of this game and just be like, oh, yeah, you know, it was pretty hard, but I'm pretty good at video games. And it's like, no, this game didn't seem super hard to you because you already have excellent kung fu right like right. for someone who sucks at this game and then goes on to finish it that's delivering on the premise they couldn't win they couldn't get revenge for the murder of their father until they spent many many lifetimes acquiring great kung fu and i was like that's neat i like that a lot even though this was not any fun so yeah i i agree agree on all points just uh so you know i did actually play a little bit of bloodborne um a few months back because i think it was like free with playstation plus or something oh, like I, that. I have several of those games for various reasons i just don't care well so no so i was like i was like no what born you know i'll give it i'll give it a shot i played it for about an hour and i was just kind of like yep that's what i thought and <laughs> never touched it again yeah. you know because i was it, like that, what? that was your dead pigeon bag yeah i was like i don't well but that was the thing is that i was like i'm pretty sure that this is going to be awful I am, the, the, and again, you know, so, so this is uh, straying a little bit, but, you know, I look at everything for just a benefit cost ratio, right? You know, so to the point where some people are like, you're a sociopath. I'm like, I'd like to think that I'm not, but, but no, is it, you know, what so, is the cost to me of you thinking that? Right. Yeah. And, and honestly, most of the time, it's not enough for me to say or do anything about it. So I move on, you know? So like, to me is that I was like, the cost I'm putting into this is my time. The benefit I'm getting out of this is the confirmation that the entire series of dark soul stuff is not for me. And I can stop wasting any emotional energy on thinking that it is right. And most importantly, I can waste, uh, avoid wasting any actual money 
figuring out whether or not it is. I'm like, this this is free. It is worth an hour of my time to put this to bed forever. I spend an hour of my time doing it. It is now put to bed forever. So when I was doing this, I was like, no, no, no. I've answered this question for me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, we, we did this research. It's I, been peer reviewed. I served my nickel. You're going to have to come take me. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Uh, so this is okay. So so this is uh, for, for me. This is what I would have liked to have seen, right? If if I if I wanted to feel a video game version of what it feels like to actually do kung fu, like after you've been good at it, right? And actually, to, quick side note, I will say that if if what we're saying is accurate, anybody who's out there playing with Dark Souls, if you want to get really good at a martial art, you've got the right mindset. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, like yes, st- you you have kung fu. It's just yeah. for a specific thing. If you want to get kung fu in kung fu, yeah, same just discipline. Go find a school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> same. It just just pretend you're playing Dark Souls and go to a kung fu school, and and you're you'll have it in a few years. You know. Um. So all that being said, is that uh, yeah. Is what I think. So like I said, um, in Ghost of Tsushima, they had like the different fighting styles. I would have loved to have seen something like that in this game. I think that that would have made it way more tolerable for me is if it's like okay when you walk up to certain certain people that have some way of telegraphing to you which martial art they use you can then pick which martial art you're using and it doesn't make it just that you walk through them but it makes it way easier to fight them you know and that those are the things that you unlock over time right because then that would be like an actual way to kind of to your point grind and 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 gain more skill. And I do feel that that's closer to, and, and this is just the way that I feel when I would spar, is that you you spend so much time drilling the motions in, right? That when you're actually fighting with somebody, you're not thinking like, okay, I'm going to throw a right uh, a right high punch and then I'm going to drop low. I mean, you're not thinking about any of that. All that's reactionary. What you're thinking about is, am I going to really like hit this person hard? Am I going to try to exhaust them? Like how, I'm, like tactically, how am I going to approach this situation? And I think that, that more of that, as opposed to I'm kind of approaching everyone pretty much the same way, which is just trying to, to get my Twitch reflexes good enough to where I can block, dodge, and attack at the right time. You know, Which I think you, you, you're right. If they were trying to go for a more accessible uh, style of combat, then using the right tool right like switching to the right weapon in Mega Man isn't required to be successful in Mega Man but it certainly does give you an advantage right so um that that kind of gameplay is well worn and is great mm-hmm. and I enjoy games that do that often right <laughs> but it it would fundamentally change the game i think what they instead opted for is you are really good at your style but you're going to fight some people who do a lot of sweeps. You're going to fight some people who have weapons. You're going to fight some people who are like the big kingpin guys that throw you. And so what you're constantly asking yourself is how do I not let them do the thing they are good at? Not how do I change what I'm doing? Like I have these damage dealing tools and I, that's all I can do. So I just have to make sure that they can't use their damage dealing tools because something I, I have in my notes and I don't think I quite said this literally. So I, I want to say it explicitly. Not only are you not Batman, you're not even a stronger than average human. You have the same amount of health as most of the enemies. You have the same amount of what they call structure, which I think is a super cool mechanic as most of the enemies. So if you don't block 
you can get killed in like three punches to the head because if you've ever been punched in the face, it doesn't take a lot of bare knuckle punches in the face to knock you down. Right. And Mm -mm. that's another thing that it's like, it sure as hell isn't fun to get killed as easily as every random street thug that you destroy, but it is very realistic. And that is the kind of thing that they're going for. So like, I, I think it's, it would fundamentally change the game if they did what you're proposing, but I do think that like all the, all the things we've talked about, all the things I'm probably forgetting, like they all deliver on a very specific, very specific premise. And if I haven't said this enough, I did not find it to be any fun, but there were times I did find it to be satisfying. Um, how did you feel about when you did execute on the controls? Um, did you spend any time like in the, the with the training dummy? No. Okay. Um, it, which is which is also just again th- this 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 game in many ways uh you know so so <laughs> t- take everything i'm saying with a grain of salt because this game in many ways is everything i hate about video games you yeah. know so like yeah. um so i mean and that's you know so i am trying my best to be a a good reviewer but i mean it's kind of hard when you know the game it, it literally if you said go play and review dark souls i probably wouldn't give it a shining review because i hate that type of thing you know well and, um, so and I'm, I, I'm, I think you're being fair that you you haven't said i hopefully neither of us have said anything that is like this is objectively terrible and people who like it are wrong right, right. this is not that right this yeah. is you have an opinion and if you're not a reviewer with an opinion then you're just like it has graphics there are buttons yeah. you press it has a story so, so I hate when a game puts you just into pure practice mode all the time, right? I hate that. I, I want to get better at the game by playing the game, you know? So, like, that's what I want to do. So a great example of this is Gungeon, right? Gungeon is hard, man. And and honestly, the way it gets easier it is very incremental, you know, because you just and unlock random. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so you could just unlock some great, great weapons. You can unlock some garbage weapons, right? But there, there's a practice area, you know, and you can go there, or you could never, ever, ever touch that. And and honestly, the practice area, there, yeah, yeah, I'm, there is. I'm, I'm trying to remember if I knew that, and I don't think that I did. Exactly, and that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, no, there, there is, um, because it's, it's, it's down into the left, um of the, like the main gungeon but yeah it, it just walks you through like some of the basic all of the basic mechanics like here's what happens when you press r here's how the blanks work here's how all sort of stuff works and then there's a small little mini boss at the end and then you're done you know um but yeah if it's like you know hey in order to get better you have to go practice the game to go play the game it's like that, again that's not why i play video games i play video games to have fun like that is my recreation not the thing i want to invest skill points in you know um so no i didn't i didn't really touch the wooden dummy i just kept throwing myself against the brick wall to see if i could get through it so (laughs) i that is what i did at first and then i kind of had a moment where i was like i'm not sure i am accurately communicating to the game what i want not like my skill sucks it's like I think I am literally using the wrong words to convey my feelings. So I went to the practice dummy and you can set your opponent as aggressive or passive. And the cool thing about them being passive is it allowed me to learn that this game, and this is important because this is something that brawlers 
good brawlers from even going way back to the arcade era also did is you cannot be successful and button mash, right? You just Mm -hmm. can't because that's not how these things work. Even going way back to the original golden axe and those other, you know, old arcade brawlers, like just pressing the attack button as fast as you could doesn't really work. You have to move. You have to defend. You have to attack when they are most vulnerable to being attacked. Right. So the, you know, again, game doesn't really teach you that you kind of have to piece it together. Um, and you can go and do it in the, the training mode and that's nice. But I, I think here is where I'm kind of more on your side of like, please make this something I learned through the course of normal gameplay. Right. Even if it's just, you know, there's a level zero, which is you as a kid training with your father before he gets murdered and it's him explaining it to you, please something, something to where I don't have to completely leave the narrative and leave the action to go and think, am I the player pressing the right buttons? Because that is where I'm a hundred percent with you. The fantasy is now, if there was one is shattered because I'm looking at the controller and I'm thinking about the rhythm that I'm pressing the buttons. Now, I'm really glad that the practice dummy is there because without it, I'm pretty confident I would not have been able to be successful because you actually have to execute combos way slower and more methodical than you would think. It Button mashing literally doesn't work. It's not like, oh, they'll counter. I mean, it literally will not take button inputs if you press them too fast you have to slow down which again i was like super cool just like real martial arts you can't just go in there like bart simpson swinging his fist around in a circle like you have to actually try to do a thing right you have to thoughtfully try to execute on the punching the person in the face but having to step all the way out of the game and think about the buttons on the controller like that that to me is an experience ruiner. Like I just, please just give, I need this information. Please give me this information in the course of the game. Right. Um, so I will say, uh, uh, a couple other things. One, not, not to flog dead, dead horse, but when we're talking about like, <laughs> Oh, well, you know, your, um, your, your avatar sucks. You have to get good. Um, I think that, cause I, 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 as you were talking, I was like, that's the thing that bothers me about it is the ludo narrative dissonance there. Right. It's because your character is ostensibly a i mean like it shows you know like you you, your father gets killed and then it has a little montage of you beating up all these people like arguably training over the next eight years yeah it's it's yeah you go from 12 to 20 right yeah so over the next eight years training exclusively for this vengeance mission and then you walk in and get your ass handed to you by like the first like thug what you know that that you come across like that 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 that's the the thing about that about me um so, because of the 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 life mechanic, not lives mechanic, right? Um, <laughs> it, it it creates a situation that in a game that necessitates for you to either sit there and practice on the practice practice dummy or to experiment, right? Um, wildly disincentivizes that, right? Because if I'm not gonna, if I have a first order optimal strategy that is working for me, I'm not gonna stray from it because. If I screw up to your point, right, is if you get clocked in the head three times, you just lost potentially like five years of your life, right? You know, you can only make that mistake, that type of mistake a handful of times. So I'm not going to experiment at all. I'm not going to try new stuff at all when it says, hey, 
guess what, man? You got all this experience. Good for you. You unlocked this new move. Great. I'm not going to use it because I don't have any practice using it. So unless I'm willing to say, okay, I've now permanently unlocked this. I'm now going to create an experiment run where all I'm going to do is just do a run and just experiment with this move until I'm good at it and then actually try to incorporate it in my play style, which again, great for acquired skill over hard work. But again, who cares? (laughs) Because because now I, oh, oh, I can really execute on this button combination in this game. Well, cool. Um, So yeah, so that, that I feel that in a game where they build in the idea that you need to become practiced at this and then to build a mechanic in that makes it diametrically opposed to experimentation, I think is, is not great in my yeah. opinion. And, and again, like they, the way they try to meet you on that is like, well, you don't experiment when you're actually out in the club beating up, you know, professional martial artists who do this as their way of putting food on the table. Like you do that with the practice dummy when you're in your house, but I, that's less fun. Like I want to, I want to get better while trying to also make progress. And right. so I, I think I, I, I agree with you about the unfunness of that mechanically. I think there is actually a certain level of Ludo narrative consistency there, which is, well, you practice in your practice space and that's where you experiment. And then you, by the time you're on your revenge mission, you should be some level of confident that you're going to be successful. And it's like, but right. How come I can't get experience <laughs> through practicing on the practice dummy? Right. Because that would be how I become experienced yes. to go fight the big bads. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's not, it's not perfect. Like I said, there's a certain amount of consistency, but yeah. it, it's not perfect. But, but not, that's the thing though. Is it like, if, if literally, if, if somebody said, you know, Hey, did you use the wooden practice? I mean, I'm like, no, I don't want to practice the game. I want to play the game. It's like, yeah, but if you use the wooden practice, I mean, you don't get much experience, but you do get some experience. So you can unlock some of these new moves and then practice them. So that way, when you go beat people up, I'll be like, okay, I, I will now do that, you know, um, as opposed the, le- to level zero, show me training yeah. with my father, because then I can replay that level. Right. Right. And and then exactly. I'm, I'm playing the game, but I'm getting the same kind of thing as the practice dummy. Right. Or, you know, and and again, you know, like to say, yes, you can build it's way slower and way more arduous because God knows that you'll (laughs) when people are actually swinging on you, you learn faster, you die. Right. (laughs) But so um, at lower stakes, I could see the argument of like, yeah, the learning curve is a little bit slower, but, you know, you're willing to put the time in. Um, The other thing that this game, I think, um, I don't want to say suffers from because it's not it's not a bad thing it was bad for me i don't like it uh which is that there's no differences in kind here you know there's one thing you're doing which is walking in and bare knuckle bat- beating the mess out of people from what i could tell right you know mm-hmm. yeah um, and, and there's, i agree as far as i can tell the first level and the last level are functionally identical they're just harder right so take um you know uh, a, a spider-man or a, again goes to tsushima right is it like um you know, there are you, you can you can if you want to, you can just go in and, and and katana people to death, you know, if you want all day long. Right. Or you can go in stealthily if you want. Or you could try using your bow or you could try using your ghost weapons or you could try. There's a million different ways to approach each situation that you feel clever for having found your a your way of going about it and be your um uh, the, the best way to f- solve a puzzle. So I'll like walk into one and be like, yeah, I'm going to assassinate all these people. I'm going to be like the, the, the you know the, i'm gonna be like a ghost you know and then i walk up to him and be like oh they're all standing around a campfire looking literally looking over each other's shoulder 
I'm going to call them all off to a standoff because there's no way I'm going to sneak up on all of these people, you know? So I guess, I guess this is what I'm doing now, you know, but again, finding that right tool for the job makes me feel clever for this one because there's no difference in kind. The, the amount of time that I feel you can really kind of sit down and slug through this game, unless you really, really like the core gameplay mechanic, which again, for me personally, I have a note here. You say where I say, uh, you know, it's not for you when I'm not looking forward to your core mechanic. Like (laughs) I would finish a fight. And then my favorite part of the game was before the next fight happened, you know, because that was like, it was the, the, thank God. Okay. I'm just walking around. Oh, good. There are more bad guys because now, and and this is the, I'll, I'll stop monologuing here in a second is that there's nowhere to go, but down, right. Which again, very, very much like a real fight, right. Is that when you go into a real fight, the best thing you can do is not get hurt at all. Other than that, it's 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 all downhill from there, right? But then Megan, who has never done any kung fu, said, <laughs> w- looking over my shoulder, said, uh, "Isn't like the point of kung fu that if you get into a fight, you've already done it wrong?" And I said, "Yes, yes, it is because there's nowhere to go but down," you know. Well, and so and this game <laughs> even includes that in the death mechanic, right? Once you get past a certain age, every time you get back up, you have a smaller total health bar, but you inflict mm-hmm. a little bit more damage, right? So there's this like, oh, we're going to give you like a little bit of a break because you're older, you're better at Kung Fu, you've been training longer. Also, you die a lot easier, right? Which is like, okay, so now uh, I remember, and I think we've even talked about this on the podcast before, is like, we both uh, experimented very briefly with the tabletop game Five Rings, and mm-hmm. we were like, oh, it has like a realistic when you get hurt, you're a little bit weaker mechanic. And it turns out that is not fun not because fun. it doesn't deliver on fantasy, which is what you and I were both there for. Maybe for yeah. some people that's super fun, not fun for us, right? And like, this is that same kind of thing is like you get up and you're like, ah, now I hit a little bit harder because I'm I'm older and wiser. Also fragile yeah, <laughs> right? a little bit. A little so bit more like, fragile. If you get hit and your death counter goes up and you get hit and your death counter goes up and you get hit and your death counter goes up and it's like, oh, now I'm actually gonna lose faster because I now yeah. die easier, right? Like that's it's brutal. It's absolutely brutal. Yeah, no, absolutely brutal game. But like I said, like to me, is that it's um and this is uh Something that I'm sure we've discussed before, but I think that the, the more times I can mention it, because this is actually something I've used in work, like it, it is a, a game example that has pervaded my life, which is um, the World of Warcraft example with the experience, right? So basically that uh, they, World of Warcraft was, kept, this was years ago, was catching flack about the fact that people were playing to the point of being unhealthy, right? Mm-hmm. So they said, all right, if you play this game for, you know, more than, you know, 12 hours straight, uh, you're going to take an experience penalty, like less experience, less drops, you know, so please stop. And everyone hated it. Um, <laughs> and so then they said, all right, what we're going to now do is make that debuffed state the base state. But if you don't play the game for 12 hours, you will be considered well rested, which brings you back up to the other state. And everyone loved it. They were like, oh, man, you know, uh, you're getting your well rested bonus, right? It's like, oh, yeah, no, definitely. And it's it's it was the exact same thing. They I, just I guarantee it, right? you one of our listeners works in marketing and they're like, see, it's all about branding. It's all about branding. Yeah, all about that. Right. But no, literally, is what I've said is, is, is it's people respond better to positive 
incentives than to negative ones. And so all this lo- game, loss, loss aversion, I think. Yeah. 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 So, and all this game does is beat you over the head with loss, right? Like there's no additional, I mean, like, yes, you can get unlock some abilities and yes, you can unlock some of them permanently. But as we mentioned, the experimenting with those is highly disincentivized. Right. Uh, and so then, um, but on top of that, like outside of that, every, Every time you walk into an encounter, there's nowhere to go but down. And so I don't like that. I don't like saying like I had stuff and then I and then I did something ostensibly for fun. And now I have less stuff, you know, so (laughs) it's it's, the game is about loss over time. And again, I think that's what they were trying to do. And again, they did a great job with it. And again, I hated it. So just be aware (laughs) <laughs> so are we are we ready to ask if yeah, this game yeah learn yeah. from history so um the last thing i will say to tie this together is uh this game is a revenge narrative and there's very little dialogue and all along the way most of the people you talk to are like don't do this like why you you're hopelessly outnumbered you're you're likely to die and even if you kill us all it's not going to bring your father back, right? Like that's the general trend. And in fact, I found out the, uh, to get the true ending of the game, you have to pacify instead of murder all of the bosses, which makes it even harder, right? Like you have to beat them just by completely destroying their structure as opposed to whittling down their health bar. Um, I, I think why I am not down on this game and why I say this game has no nostalgia goggles required is because it's opinionated and it executes on what it is trying to say really well, minus the camera issues, but really, really well. It says, this is the message we're trying to deliver. This is the the feeling we want you to have. And this is what we want you to have to do as a player to be worthy of seeing the rest of this game, right? And and getting to the end of the story. I didn't have any fun and I wouldn't recommend this to almost anyone I know because most people I know do not play games for the sheer mastery of the skill, right? Like the 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 kind of people who play Elden Ring right now, I think if they were 40 years older, they would have been the kind of people who went into an arcade and tried to, you know, you can make Pac-Man glitch out after 255 screens and they would try to do that on a single quarter, right? Like that's, I'm not that person (laughs) and I don't honestly totally understand the worldview of that kind of person. Like it's just, these are supposed to be fun, entertaining things. And to me, this was not fun and there were some entertaining parts, but I, I can't say yes, this game is an art house masterpiece and you should absolutely go play it. Please do not spend the $60 on this game unless you are confident you like this kind of game because it's a really well done version of just beating you down and making you miserable until you get good. And if you don't derive a tremendous amount of satisfaction from getting good, then even if you get there, you're going to feel like you wasted your life. So if you want to learn Kung Fu, controller or otherwise, be sure you want to do that before you spend your life on it. But at the same time, I, I have to say, like, I think it's phenomenally well done. I just hated it. Yeah, I I think that that 
I would also have to say no new nostalgia goggles required because to your point, right? The game's not broken, you know, like it's not, uh, you know, did it learn from things of the past? Yes. Uh, did it, you know, did it learn from its forebearers? Did it take the tools of the trade and execute on them well? Yes to all of that. Uh, this game is lawful evil, you know? <laughs> and it's the first one, I think, since I've started doing this that we've been able to point to and say, this is a lawful evil game. Mm-hmm. Did it learn from its forebearers? Yeah. And look what it took <laughs> away from it. And, it. and it executes it with surgical aplomb to everyone's detriment right you know so yeah i mean i'm sure that there are people that if they if they really really love the bone breaking grinding you know monotony of mastering a game uh yeah and and you know what i think that the community you know it's interesting because i would still make the argument that they're trying to execute on fantasy and failing but I think that what they in their failure have created is, you know, you you know, you have to have community. You have to have a group of people who all care about this game and then play play that because then it'll matter. Right. Because then you can say, oh, man, I cleared this game with this amount of energy or this this amount of stuff. Right. But because the game is not very well known, it's not Dark Souls. So saying to somebody, I just cleared Dark Souls with, you know one life or no, no souls or all the souls. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't know how I don't know how, how souls work. work. Yeah. I, I feel that, that you, <laughs> if you're, if you're dying too, Ralphie, remember if you're dying too much in dark souls, you either have too many souls or not enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Um, so, so all of that. So would I recommend it? Does the game require this new nostalgia goggles? No. Would I recommend it to anyone? No. The curtain falls. The music plays. The credits roll. Then it all fades to black. And you're left by yourself. The fanfare is gone. There's no player two there by your side to share victories won. But as you slowly progress, down the hall to your bed A few great events Leak back into your head From the time that you spent Traversing the land Battling evil Fighting the darkness Just sword in hand Your memories creeping With the edge of a smile You realize again for a while You're gonna think back much less On how you saved the day 